What is up, everyone? Welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez. As always, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way throughout the entire offseason. Make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys content and, of course, for more Mavericks content. And if you're a Mavericks fan, you are likely excited about the game starting in a little bit, uh, even though the Cowboys are down 0-3. Hopefully, they extended the series a little bit at least. We'll talk about Michael Parsons tonight, as always, on this show that is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week. We will talk more about Micah Parsons as well because he was snubbed from a certain pro football focus list and I wanted to share some thoughts about that but also because Micah Parsons talked about his role without really talking about it because it was more more than anything it was an offhand comment but by Micah Parsons but it does provide us with some insight as to what the Cowboys are doing with him at this stage of the offseason. Does it mean that will be a big deal once we get into the actual regular season? Maybe not, but at least we'll discuss what we what you know has been going on lately and what he, he himself said about his role in 2022. Before we get into that though, you know, difficult to, to not mention it, of, of course. Uh, you know, I know that a lot of people from Texas watch this show and, you know, it's really saddening, saddening what happened today. It's a sad day. It's kind of a difficult day. So our thoughts, as always, you know, with everyone affected, if you are from Texas, uh, man, I have no words, honestly. I don't, it, it's even, it's hard finding words to say when, when things happen. So our thoughts and condolences to everyone affected. It's difficult. It's difficult. And it's always a good time to reflect on things. So I invite you to do so when you get the time. And know that if we talk sports tonight, it's not because it's the most important thing, right? It's There are a lot of things that are bigger than sports. What happened today is definitely bigger than, than sports. So as Bruce... As Bruce is saying in the YouTube chat, thoughts and prayers to everyone affected. No words on that. So, uh, excuse me, I meant difficult to find words on that, Exhibit A. So, ha, really sucks. And we'll talk some sports tonight, but rest assured, not because it's the most important thing at all. So, take some time to reflect on what happened tonight. That would be my invitation Damn, it's, it's hard. It's hard. But anyways, uh, welcome into the show, everyone. We'll focus on sports. Do not worry. Uh, if we can at least be a distraction for some of you guys, then we'll do that for you to have a, a you know, not necessarily a better day, but, you know, sometimes distractions are, are needed in that in that front. As, as Toxic Tom is saying, two days before summer break, two days. Really difficult stuff. And I add myself into those comments that are saying, you know, rest in peace to everyone affected, says Tommy915, to your thoughts, to your prayers. 
really difficult uh, stuff. Steve Kerr had some thoughts to share before the game tonight. The coach for the Golden State Warriors. Worth the watch. Anyways, welcome into the ADC Sports Dallas Primetime Show. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Dallas Cowboys football for a while tonight. Michael Parsons was snubbed by Pro Football Focus list, and I was a little bit surprised. He wasn't really snubbed from the list more than anything from the top five of the 25 players under 25 years old. Michael Parsons makes it in the top 10, doesn't make it into the top five. And I'm not going to lie. I wanted to bring this up because I think that I'm surprised by some of the names that are above Michael Parsons. And the first question to open up this show is... Where would you rank Micah Parsons on this pot? Is Micah Parsons' place on this list too high, too low, or too fair? King Element comes in with the absolutely disrespectful ranking. Do you think that ranking is low for Micah Parsons? Do you think it is high, or do you think it is a fair spot to be in? on that top 10 players under 25 years old made by PFF. Because I'm a little bit surprised specifically at Jonathan Taylor and Tristan Wirfs. If you want to put Nick Bosa at number one, I'm good with that. Justin Herbert at number two, I'm good with that as well, even more so because of the age, the, the positional value factor. I don't know about Jonathan Taylor or Tristan Wirfs, though. Let's see some of your, your takes on this. PFF as basura says Bruce. It's trash. Samuel Rose says low, but not disrespectful. Gregory says that list is a joke. Russell says, I say he should be one higher, but I'm okay at six. He's better than Wirfs, says King Element, JT, and Herbert. Ryan Doyle goes with fair. I'm going to agree more than anything with who was it? Who was it here? Let me let me find that comment once more with Samuel. I think it's low. Maybe not disrespectful, but I do think it's a little bit low, especially when you take a look at what Michael Parsons has done at multiple positions. And I struggle to I struggle to overlook the fact that Michael Parsons played at an elite level in three phases of defense. Rushing the passer, he had one of the highest pass rushing rates, uh, successful pass rushing rates in the entire NFL. He was one of the leaders in the league when it came to tackles for loss. Even when he was in coverage, he was one of the best linebackers in coverage in the entire NFL and one of the best rookie defenders in coverage. 200-plus snaps defending the run, 200 plus snaps defending the pass uh, in coverage and 200 plus snaps rushing the passer. So I'm going to go with, with too low on that front. Michael Parsons might be one of the very best defensive players in football. And I understand that it might be too early to make such a claim. Some people will say, well, we've only seen one season from Michael Parsons. But I have... 
I have no reasons to believe that that will not continue being the case for Parsons at this stage of his career. So I'm going to go with too low. I agree with people that say maybe it's not that disrespectful, especially because offensive linemen like Tristan Wirfs on that spot uh, at number four, Tristan Wirfs, the, the tackle for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Offensive linemen, a lot of the time, get disrespected. Jonathan Taylor, you might argue that the positional value is not enough for him to be ranked in the top three. But you know that he was in contention for offensive player of the year. So it's not like it's an outrageous take to put him at number two. Tristan Wirfs at number uh, four makes sense. Justin Herbert and Nick Bosa as well. So maybe I'm, I'm more upset at Micah being ranked below Wirfs and Taylor. Jeffrey Simmons at number eight. I like AJ Terrell at number nine, by the way. I, I do like that. AJ Terrell, underrated cornerback, cornerback, maybe at this stage of his career. They also ranked him, says Professor O, and I didn't know this, sixth at linebacker alone. And it seems to me that when you read the explanation for PFF on that front, they want to see more from Mike Parsons as an off-ball linebacker with the Cowboys to, to grade him a little bit better. And it's kind of ironic because maybe you want to see more of him as an off-the-ball linebacker. And yet, when he did play off the ball, he kind of excelled at it too. And that's why he had that great versus the run. That's why he did so much damage in coverage. So kind of a surprise to me that he's ranked that low. But, but speaking of his specific role for the 2022 NFL season, Michael Parsons addressed this without it being his intent. Michael Parsons was asked about Sam Williams by Clarence Hill from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. And without maybe without noticing, Michael Parsons lifted the curtain a little bit to offer us some insight as to how he is preparing for next season and what position he is working on at this stage of the offseason now. Keep in mind, it is way too early. It might not mean a lot. And actually, that's the, the, the next question for you guys. But Michael Parsons, according to Clarence Hill, and I will quote Clarence Hill here, he said, referring to Micah, he has not seen much of Sam Williams because they play different positions. There's no doubt about where Sam Williams will play. He will be an edge rusher for the Cowboys. That means that Parsons, according to Clarence Hill, that means that Parsons is working strictly at linebacker right now. That does seem to be the case right now for the Cowboys defensive rookie of the year. The question for you guys is, is Micah Parsons right now in May, to be specific, the 24th of May and the at the start of OTAs, is Micah Parsons not practicing at edge something or nothing? Let me know in your in your in the comments at YouTube or at Facebook, what do you think? Is it something or nothing? While you give me your answers, and before I give you mine, let me talk to you about the ride of the week 
from freemanmazda.net because it is the CX5, but hear me out, it is the select package from freemanmazda.net. Make sure you check it out on the website. It starts at $29,125. The new 2022 Mazda CX-5 comes with an all-wheel drive feature, adaptive cruise control, the Wi-Fi hotspot, which is unbelievably useful, Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto as well on the CX-5, plus lane-keeping assist. You can check this out and much more over at freemanmazda.net a family-owned business for over 65 years. So you get A-plus customer service plus a wide, wide range of new 2022 Mazda vehicles. Once more, that is freemanmazda.net. Uh, Professor O was talking about something uh, Snap-related, I believe. Let me see if I can find it. They gave him a ton of praise, but said the rest were off the ball, and he spent 40% as an edge rusher, says uh, Professor O. I believe he's referring to the PFF article. He said that he uh, DM'd me the, the text. Parsons lineup as an edge rusher, 40.6% is a PFF quote as a rookie, and that's where he did the bulk of his damage. He was good as a true linebacker, but his ability to play two different roles made him special and provided a hybrid ability. So, you know, they, they actually kind of take a little bit away from him thanks to his versatility. And I understand that maybe they want to focus on one particular aspect of his game when it comes to the final grade that they give him. But with Micah, you're kind of talking about the exception on that front because you need to evaluate that versatility. And it might not factor into a final grade for PFF, but that's one of the aspects where maybe the, the, the game goes beyond the numbers, right? Because I understand PFF's goal of narrowing things down to just the one number. And it's fair that if they will list him as a linebacker, they will they, they will not add that extra value as an edge rusher. But if we're evaluating the player, then that's got to count. It's, it's a... It's a cool process for PFF, and I'm not against it, but that's where the disagreements will come from with the rankings. The fact that maybe they will not award him as many points because he plays 40% of the time as the edge rusher while we will do so. I love this comment by Professor O, by the way. Ryan Null is the Mazda CX-5 of football players. What I will do right now is shoot an email to freemanmazda.net to, to ask them to consider making Ryan Null the face of the CX-5 and many more Freeman Mazda uh, vehicles. So I love that comment by Professor Rowe. And I know that Toxic Tom is always rooting for Ryan Null and he has become this kind of follow, uh, followed cult-followed player on the ADC Sports Dallas community. Anyways... That's what Micah had to say. Is it something or nothing that he is working exclusively with the linebackers at this point? Let's see some of your answers here. Gregory goes with nothing. Tommy915 goes with nothing. He will play both spots like last year. Toxic Toms is very much something. Professor O says it is something. I will, I will say that to me, it is nothing. And if it is... 
might be a very small deal for Michael Parsons. This might be the optimist in me. But the fact that Micah is focusing on linebacker work at this stage of the season might not mean that much, in my opinion. Because, number one, it is way too early. There's not a lot of live contact involved. And maybe with Micah, where, where, the, where he can extract the most value when practicing as an edge rusher, that might come later when live contact is introduced into these practices. And if you're the Cowboys, and again, it's a very specific situation for Dallas because you've got a true hybrid that we have not seen across the NFL in basically a, a very long time. Maybe you want to manage his practice time very specifically. And maybe I'm being an optimist, but I just do not see a scenario in which the Cowboys stop using Micah as an edge rusher as well. I think that, as Tommy said in the YouTube chat, it will come a point in which Micah will be playing the two spots that he played in 2021. And I'm not worried about him playing specifically or practicing at a particular position, specifically at this point of the offseason. We're still on OTAs. If the time comes in training camp where he is practicing only on one spot, then I will be worried, and then I will say maybe it is something. But at this stage, I'm good. I'm good with Micah working specifically with linebackers. The Reaper says Micah isn't worried about defensive end. That's why he knows. That's why he knows he's an old pro there. But he needs help with coverage and knowledge and see if when the play starts. And I agree with that as well. That's actually a very good point from the Reaper. Linebacker is a position in which. Maybe Micah still needs to absorb more and more knowledge because pass rushing is, at the end of the day, more straightforward. And I'm not, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to sound like I'm knocking edge rushers in the NFL because it's also a very insanely technical position in which there's an ongoing chess battle with the opposing tackle uh, when you're, of course, rushing from the edge. But but it is true. There's a lot more to digest at linebacker, especially if Micah at some point is asked to communicate with the defense. Because last year, for example, Jaron Kears ended up being that guy with the green dot that communicated with the defense. But you're always one injury away to be looking for a replacement. So Micah also maybe kind of digesting the defense from that particular standpoint, I would assume. Thomas says, it's the beginning of OTAs, guys. Let's not read too much into it. It's still interesting to see that that's where he's focusing his efforts at this stage of the offseason. Before we get out of here, uh, a little bit of a, an NFL update. The scouting combine was allegedly moving around after, last, uh, after this year. So... The idea for the NFL is to make it sort of an NFL draft tour that they've been doing for the last few years in which it's it's not for a for the one city like it was for the combine at some point in New York. After that they've been moving it around. We've had the NFL draft in Dallas, in Nashville, in Philadelphia, in Cleveland, not in that order. Uh, I'm just saying the cities as I remember them. 
And the NFL wants to do something similar with the scouting combine. And that caused an outrage across the NFL community because the people that get to go to the combine like how sacred it is in the sense of how the entire NFL community is in one city and everyone can share secrets. Uh, people say that that's where the free agency negotiations start, even if it's underwater negotiations and tampering negotiations. But it's staying put for at least two more years. And I wanted to touch on this because one of the most likely cities to land the combine was, of course, Frisco with, you know, the star and Dallas and all of that. So important news at the end of the day for the Dallas Cowboys. And we at least needed to touch on that news, even if there is not much more than that. But hey, the NFL scouting combine staying put in Indy for two years. And I, for one, I, I, I like change. I like having change across the league and it's different events. But I do like the idea of it staying put in Indianapolis. I wonder if it extending its stay for two more years is maybe a segue into its staying put for the long term as well. Maybe we'll learn more about that in upcoming days. Toxic Tom says the combine is so rudimentary. Hell, it took COVID for the NFL to stop the draft with phones and note cards to draft the players. And the combine, you know, we've we've seen teams that are Literally not attending it. The LA Rams have been not attend have not attended the combine for the past couple of years because they've talked about the data that they have going on with the chips and all of that being more valuable to them than the 40-yard dash, for example, or things like that. Or them having a more efficient workflow working from home, quote unquote, with a video in a computer instead of being there live for the for the event itself russell says you should use topic i mentioned on one of your shows about the the eagles stretch dallas one out of ten says russell dryer oh maybe an in-depth show about the cowboys and how they match up versus the eagles i would like that russell that's a good idea let me i will write that down and if i cannot get to that this week maybe we will get to that the next week so, anyways, before we leave you tonight, because Tommy is right, we got to go and root for the maps. Just let me know your thoughts, truth or false. The maps will extend the series tonight. Do you believe that is a true statement or a false statement? They're down 3-0 to the, to the Golden State Warriors in what has become a bit of a disappointing series for the maps. And Ian said it best over at adcsports.com. When Luca does uh, doesn't do more, the maps do less, right? So there you go. Everyone, pretty much everyone, is going with the false answer on tonight's episode. The Reaper as well, Craig as well. Gentleman's sweep says King Element. Gregory though, Gregory coming in with the optimism. I will also go with the true. How about Toxic Tom? Drinking that optimistic news. I like it. Tommy as well. Uh, so, yeah, let's go root for the maps. Hopefully, we get to game five of the series. And, hey, how about an amazing comeback? One for the books. Maybe the Mavericks pull off a little bit of history uh, on this conference finals. Sounds like a long shot, but you never know. Anyways, everyone, you know, 
sorry if the show was a little bit and I don't even know if it was messy, but if it was messy, difficult to to you know concentrate when, when the events that took place today take place. So like I said at the beginning of the show, take some time to reflect, take some time to hear maybe uh, thoughts on what can be done. And, you know, just think about it. Take some time to reflect. Everyone, make sure you hit the like button. Share the stream if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Let your friends know about ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. As always, brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. I will see you guys tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the game. I uh, it cracks me up. I think he likes arguing with media and sets you guys up. Well, sure. I mean, well, I don't think he likes doing media generally. Like I think Mike on somebody when you come, when it comes to football coaches, um, when it comes to football coaches, guys who, who maximize their efficiency at any given point in any given day and any wasted second of their time is something that they could be doing to improve the football team. Yeah. Of course, Mike's not going to like doing media as often as he has to do media. But, um, you know, I mean, as we try and get answers for you guys, because it's not just us. I mean, I don't care what what's wrong with Traylon Burks or what may be wrong or what may not be wrong with Traylon Burks. Like other than it, you guys are going to ask me questions about it. And I want to give you and I want to give you as as good a possible analysis as, as I can. And, you know, when when we can't even get beyond, I'm not going to talk about allergies. And if that's the kind of questions that we're asking, like. I don't know. I don't know where you're going to go. So we'll see. I, I think that I think that the Burke situation is at this point a situation to monitor. Don't freak out. Don't bury the kid. Give him some time and let him figure it out as we go along. 
Um, so I want to wrap up. Uh, I want to wrap up tonight's show with uh, on a on an unfortunately somber note. Um, at this point, with everything that has happened uh, in the state of Texas today, a school shooting, eighteen children, two adults, according to law officials, as of uh, as of about an hour ago with ABC News, because um, because with with everything else. With everything else that's going on right now, it's tough to kind of, you know, just just transition into stuff like this. And I don't like to I don't like to come come back and say, well, this is a sports show. We only talk sports and and this has no bearing on what the subject matter is, even as it is a tragedy that everybody feels the ripple effects, especially when you talk. I mean, 18, 18 children, children. Right. And so I got a couple of I got a couple of questions about this, or had a couple of people bring it up in the comment section, and I, I did not want it to go undiscussed on the show. And I I asked Reed to to get something from the world of sports that he felt was was commentary that would that would really get across the message and the hurt and the pain and the disgust and the anger and all the different emotions that we as a country and you know i mean as a as a world feel anytime things like this happen um because there is no explanation for it and at some point i think that and i'm not here to make any kind of political statements or gun control or any of this like i don't i don't have the i'm not smart enough to to be in that world i'm not i don't have the capacity to give better solutions than the people who are tasked with all of this right and but it just it seems like there has to be some kind of solution that is found to mitigate these issues in a way that it, we clearly and obviously have a problem with it in the United States of America um a problem a, a deadly problem uh with it and you know I'm sure we'll find out more details about the uh the individual who was who was the school shooter it was it's my understanding based on the reporting that it was an 18 year old um an 18 year old, I mean, still a kid basically. Right. And who sh shot his grandmother in addition to going on this school shooting. I, I don't, I want, I want you to, I, I can't, I can't give you the kind of insight and depth that I think this requires. Um, but I'd like you to hear some comments from Steve Kerr on it, who is just exceptional when it comes to these larger societal ills that all of us deal with and that few people have the intelligence and, and really the platform and, the ability, especially Steve Kerr, whose family comes from an international diplomacy background, um, I think I think that this is worth ending the show on. So that's how we're going to end it with these comments from Steve Kerr. Uh, we'll be back and we'll we'll do the damn thing on uh, Wednesday night and Thursday night, and we'll get back to you know more uh, lighthearted fare and um, you know and hopefully we'll we'll find some way to find some way to mitigate these kind of issues that continue to pop up just with such frequency that you're almost, you almost get numb to it. And then you listen to somebody like Steve Kerr talk about it and it, it really, it really crystallizes a lot. Um, I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here, and a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California, and now we have 
children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple of years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight. But I want every person here, every person listening to this, to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister or brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know. Come on, Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And, and 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check? 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough.